Okay, we are back with Conscious Butterflies. It's been a while, but we are so excited because for the first time in history, we have a guest on the podcast, which the guest happens to be my very best friend, Michelle. And God, it's so crazy the way we met and the way that we've stayed connected in the way that we're interconnected in the world. I'm sure that you all have people in your life who you just meet them and you're like, okay, you are meant to be in my life forever. And she is a thousand percent one of those people. So I want to introduce her. So she's here herself. So Michelle, if you could just introduce yourself, give a quick little just who you are, what you do, um, your story, and let's let them, the people meet you. Hey dudes. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So everything you just said, very, very true. Like it's very crazy how we did meet and literally what our relationship together is like today. It's, life-changing it's very fulfilling and i love you to my core i look at you and i'm like that is my soul sister and it's crazy it's crazy because we just moved into a random apartment and then we immediately clicked and we made a lifelong friendship just because one you took initiative to talk to me and i took initiative to open myself up to new friendships yeah and, and one day it ended up in us getting matching tattoos. So we're like, we're oh, stuck, yeah. baby. <laughs> You're <laughs> with me for life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will forever remember this. Tell the people um, just a little bit about your story, where you come from, uh, before we move into the conversation. Let them, oh, yeah. let them know about you, Misho baby. <laughs> Misho baby. Okay, so I am 22 now. I have been obese my entire life since I was maybe five years old. I was already overweight, obese, um, my whole life, pretty bullied for my weight. But I always imagined myself um, like graduating high school, walking on stage with some cute dress, slimmed down. I, I wanted a better life for myself. I, my, whole, my whole identity was my weight just from people around me. And at a point, I started to love myself. I started to love the way that I looked. And I was basically, once I found that I can love myself at any point in my life, that is when I took the change to lose 145 pounds. So I did lose a ton of weight. I had my skin removed. And now I do motivate and I tell my journey on social media to hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people which I'm very thankful for and I love that I can help people daily um but it did change my life so my life is completely different than what it was four years ago I'm very healthy now very healthy I found a new reason to live I was very depressed at the time and I found a whole way of living through it all and I see life completely differently so that's just a little sum summed up of what What I do, who I am, just for context, I did start my journey at 17. I kicked it off at 18, and like I said, I am now 22. So a good four years in the making, four to five years, um, completely changed my life through it all just because I sat down with myself and I always thought about, I always thought about the things I wanted to do and years would pass and I would look back and be like, are you kidding me? Like, how could I let time pass and tell myself I wanted to do this and I would look back and like I didn't do it yet like how could you how could you promise yourself so many things and not do it 
So I took that, took into consideration, and I challenged myself. I said, you know what? What would happen if you actually did it this time? I took that into consideration, and I changed my life completely. I took as many risks as possible. I told myself to just do it as many times as I could. I said, if other people can, why can't I? And it changed my life. I'm now not obese. I am half of my weight, and... I just found a new purpose to life through all of that. So it's it's been a ride. It's been a ride. <laughs> so I know y'all don't all know Michelle personally, but not only does she have the most badass story and overcoming story that she got over, you know, so many of us have like hurdles in life and it's a matter of like, are you gonna be brave enough? Are you gonna have the courage to take that risk? And are you gonna wake up every day and have the courage to, you know, we all are overcome by fear every day. We feel an instinct in life and we know what we should do, but it's almost fear and the feelings that are in that first moment that don't allow us to do it. But like she is a living, walking, breathing statement of all that. So as badass as her story is, Michelle is the best friend in the whole entire world. I love this girl with my whole heart. And um, it's just been an honor that life has brought me around to her. And not only did we meet each other at a random part and living together at a, an apartment when it was during COVID time, but wow. have continued that relationship. And I know Michelle was like, <laughs> we've been talking about this podcast all day because we knew I was so excited because I had my first you know, just guests on the show. We're going to have a collab. And she's like, all right, let's start the podcast. I have to ask you a question. So Michelle, we're going to break off by this, you asking me the first question. So let's hear it. Let's get into it. After this question, I got to get back into this fear topic because that's like a huge thing. But I wanted to ask you to tell me again, like what the purpose is behind your podcast, Conscious Butterfly. Like tell me Tell me your reason again, because that was just very, very, very motivating. Yeah, and um, it, it's such a deep question because I could analyze that and I could think about it so many different deep ways. But when it comes down to it, it's, again, the word instinct. It's an instinct to, for the past two and a half years, and it honestly started when I first moved to Columbus. I first got out of school. I was like, I want something more. I want to create. I want to share a message. I want, I always felt like there was something in my head that I couldn't quite understand in the matter of like, I always think, I think, I think, I think, I think, but how can I actually put that into something that matters? And I was almost too scared to ever elaborate on that because I was like, no, like, go to work, do as you're told, go to school, get a job. That's my life. But it's like, we always, I think everybody has an itch and that itch for something more is just your desire. Like it's your pure desire as a human being that like whatever you have as a desire is what fulfills you, right? It's what excites you. It's what gives you life. And if we're not chasing those things, we're running away from them. We're avoiding them. So it truly took me a good two years it feels like to have this idea of like, okay, I have these thoughts in my head all the time. I get on social media and sometimes like I'll just share a really inspiring message that's on my heart one day. And it really was, it was a matter of like, I would share these and just like random posts to myself and people and like, it was just like family or friends replying like, I needed to hear this today. Like, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. 
And it was like, okay, I spoke up. I felt some kind of way. There was something on my heart. I spoke up about it. I got a response about it and it helps people. And so at the end of the day, it became like, yo, like what I'm saying is responsive to other people. And of course it is because all of us human beings day to day go through the same thing. So it was a matter of me constantly having these ideas and constantly sharing them, but not sharing them on a platform that actually felt meaningful to me. So I knew I had to do a little more with it. It's like, okay, well, how can I share these ideas that it's not a quick Snapchat story? It's not a quick, just me posting on Instagram real quick, but it's like me being so thorough with my thoughts. And I can't lie, like, not that it was selfish when I started this, but for me, my thoughts run a thousand miles an hour, like a thousand miles an hour. And I could think of something so crazy and be like, oh my God, it's the best thought in the world. And then 10 seconds, it forgot it. I would forget it. So it almost came to this point where like, I'd have this amazing thought. I'd write it in my notes, on my iPhone, or I'd get a post note and I'd write it down. And it's like, girlfriend, like you were holding yourself back from so much potential. And not only are you holding yourself back, but when I would get feedback from other people, from the little clips I would post on Snapchat or whatnot, it's like, what you learn is so important, but when you learn something and then you can speak about what you learn, that's when power happens. That's when change happens. Yeah. And so when I finally felt so inspired to record myself, which to be honest, I've recorded myself talking most of my life. I can't even lie. But to have the confidence to think that like, hey, what I have to say matters and a lot of other people might feel this was so important to me. And it's started, to be completely honest again, like it started in a place of if I talk out loud, I understand my mind. I can understand the way my mind works. I can understand the way that I function as a person. And to that, that was so fulfilling. And to continue to be on this journey of understanding how life works and how my mind works and how I can fulfill myself into a higher version and higher level of myself by truly just getting to a grasp and a base understanding of how I function as a human being is so great. But once I started speaking, it's like this almost overwhelming feeling of thoughts that come to you, like these feelings that come to you, this joy that comes to you that I don't get in other settings of the day. And so I go back to, again, like what fulfills you? What gives you excitement? And what are you doing in your life that actually fulfills those moments? And for me, it truly has been. It's talking to myself. I mean, damn, like I'd be in the car driving to work and I just talk to myself and I hype myself up. And it's in those moments of just, it's talking. It's it's truly talking. It's not being in my mind. It's being outside of my mind in a different place that I can just like let go. So the conscious butterflies for me was learning for me to be aware of who I am as a person and sharing that journey with other people in situations that I know we all go through because we're all humans and we all endure the same pain. It might not be the same reasons that cause us the pain, but we all endure them in some way. And it's not just pain. It's it's pain, it's enjoyment, and it's fulfillment, and it's those moments of like you just feel so wholesome, but you also can feel so low. But like how do we live through those together? Talk about them, share them to help us build to a better future and a better version of ourselves. So that was, that was the inspiration. (laughs) That is crazy. Okay. So this just brings me to my point. 
earlier when I said that we are more than just human, right? Right. How all of these experiences you just mentioned, that's just being, that's us being human, right? How we are more than human is that our thoughts are literally guiding us. Little do we know you recording it so many times and just speaking it out to the world is telling you more than what you know. This is what I mean by like, we are more than just human because our thoughts are guiding us. When you were, you, so in this day and age, we record everything. We record just talking to ourselves on the camera. We right. record posting it. Like that's just what we do. But if we take a second to, to really think about those thoughts and how they can guide us, it guided you to do a podcast. It guided you to help others. It guided you to say something that helped my day personally, which is crazy. That's so cool. And back to like the fear thing, when you said that your mind just runs and runs and runs and like you, you wanted to speak more. Like sometimes I feel like sometimes fear can hold us back from wanting to do more even though we can but it's the fear that that makes us pause and it holds us back and just just puts a little pause into what we can do when I say thoughts guide us so that being said it's like that being said it's like well like I think the way it's like absolutely fear fear the word whoever made up that word it is exactly what holds us back from everything i mean think of literally any decision or any any damn moment in your life okay so you want to okay you're at a um business trade show and you see the ceo and like you Mm -hmm. just want to introduce yourself you see him you see your opportunity you don't because fear sits in and you think about it but what would fear do Okay, let me pause for a second. We all feel fear. And it's just like, what do you do with it? Do you, you feel fear in an instant? Like a moment happens, you feel fear. You do nothing. Do you, do you think about it and react and tell yourself all the negative things? Or do you feel fear and let it excite you? And I think that's Mm. the misconception that so many of us have in life. It's like, okay, you're about to give a speech. You feel jittery. You start sweating and um, you start sweating and you start overthinking it and your body is giving you all these reactions and you would you would say I'm nervous right mm-hmm. I'm nervous and we put such a negative connotation on the way that our body reacts to fear whereas we have to love our bodies like our bodies mm-hmm. are amazing because okay again going back you're giving the biggest speech of your whole life right you're on the stage, you know your turn's up in like five seconds, you start sweating, you start feeling some kind of way. But truly, like when you think about that, all your body is doing is a natural reaction to prepare you for something you're scared about. And you should work with your body, work with your body. Your body is, your heartbeat's going up, you're nervous, you're sweating. Your body literally understands that something different is about to happen, something great's about to happen. If we can like rewire our brains to understand that like, hey, I'm not nervous. It's not a bad thing. My body is helping me prepare for a really big moment. That's natural. It's natural. And and we use a natural sense to be like, oh, I'm scared. I'm nervous. But it's like, it's not nervous. Your body's just truly reacting to work with you. So, yeah. so in those moments of fear, I look at it as like, you have the smallest time frame 
in a in like to make a decision in those big moments and there's small moments too but you and it could be as small as hey i want to wake up in the morning hey i'm going to wake up when my alarm goes off you have the smallest short time window to be like i'm going to act on it or i'm going to feel on it mm-hmm. am i going to feel like oh this bed is comfy am i going to feel like oh i'm not going to go introduce myself because i feel nervous or are you going to be like hey i have an instinct to do this and i'm just going to go walk over there and do that like we have to trumble and just like stomp on our fear with action versus walking away from it. Because I mean, how many times in life do we know what we're supposed to do, but we just let our emotions take over us to make us not do what we know we're supposed to do. And then that's where regret comes in. And like, it might not be the deepest regret, but you look back on it and it, what's crazy about it is that you look back on it and if you would have just stepped over that ounce of fear, you could have led yourself to an opportunity that leads to an opportunity that leads to an opportunity and you don't know that and you never will know that because you just won't, because we're not courageous. Like nine times out of 10, we are not courageous people who step out of our comfort zone. We just stick to like what feels good, what feels right, and we give ourselves a million justifications to why we should walk away when really our instincts are telling us what to lead into and what to step into. That's a huge point. That's a huge point. Like that's the that when you say rewiring yourself when it comes to fear, how natural it is. Yes, your bed is comfortable. Yes, it is natural to have those second thoughts like, yes, I'm so comfortable. I just want to sit here. But when you take a second and think, you know what? My my body is a beautiful thing. I am doing a very natural thing by being comfortable. But those opportunities will come when you actually wake up early and you get to do an extra thing for that day. And then you feel so much more fulfilled because you sat with yourself and you said, this is natural. That's what it really comes down to. When I say like we are more than human, we do very natural things. It just takes the little second to sit with yourself and be completely whole and accept yourself fully for that very moment. But then challenge yourself and do something different. You know, get up and do that opportunity. You know, give yourself that little confirmation. It is natural to do this. It is natural to be fearful. It is natural to second guess. It is natural to be comfortable. Like, of course we want to be comfortable. Of course. It's a great feeling. But how good would you feel if you just did it? Right. And it's like, I don't care how many times, no matter what it is, whether it's like you're somebody who's like, you hate working out. You hate going to the gym. You might go to the gym for a year and a half, two years, and you still hate going to the gym or you hate doing whatever task it is you have to do because there there's a difference between loving to do it and know that you're doing it for a better reason for yourself, you know? Like, we don't always, as humans, we tend, I mean, like, we just go to our subconscious mind of, like, what is comfortable and what is the routine and, like, our minds truly work in a way like what patterns you build for yourself are the patterns that you're going to feel comfortable in or the patterns that you're going to repeat. And you and I were talking about this earlier. Like we all say that we have bad habits, right? So like I have a bad habit of procrastination, we'll say, but it's like, it's a habit. It's not. And I was telling you, like we so often blame it on a personality like, oh, I'm an introvert or like, 
oh, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, no, you have a habit of not doing. You have a habit of just lacking in some kind of area. And it's like, what are you ignoring Mm -hmm. in your life? Because what you're ignoring is exactly what you should be chasing. And it's what you ignore that causes you stress. It causes you that anxiety. And I know like Joe Rogan talked about that before. It was just like, you know, I don't mind when I smoke weed and I feel paranoid because the things that I'm paranoid about are the things that I should be thinking about, you know? So it's almost like I like to get high because it makes me think about the things I should be thinking about and like... You know, we get high to relax sometimes too, but at the same time, it's like those things that constantly give you anxiety are the things you should be focusing on, but you know, like we all know it's the thing that you avoid the most. So do you know how much clarity comes when you sit with being uncomfortable? Cause that's the moment where you actually think about it, where you actually think about how you're uncomfortable and why it makes you uncomfortable. And it can bring so much healing to you. Yeah. But it is fear. It is fear of being uncomfortable. But like when you are uncomfortable and you just sit there and you say, yeah, I'm uncomfortable right now, but why? And then when you think about the reason why you can try to find solutions. And when you find those solutions, it eases up that pain, that discomfort. It eases up that not wanting to do something because then you find a solution to do so and it's an easier way to go about it you now have a plan and once you have a plan you can execute it and make magic happen without that plan you are stuck you want to stay exactly where you're at but if you take that little that little moment to take a deep breath and then you say what can i do to make this feel better Is it the way that I'm thinking? Is it something I can physically do? Can I write this down? Can I say something differently? And then when you find the solution to that, it immediately gets better. It does. It does. And I think, you know, so much from I learned and just trying to understand my mind. And it's just like, shit is simple. Shit is so simple. Create new habits, you know, relive those same habits but it's not easy. It is Mm -hmm. never easy. And all of us go through bad. And I think we all become so unrelatable to each other in some sense, because we all live very different experiences. We live through different pain trials. We live through just very different lifestyles of how we grow up and how we deal with pain. But we, we all have in common is pain and fulfillment and joy. Like we have all those things in common. Every emotion that you've ever felt before, every human has it in common. The way they felt it could and is different than how you feel it. But it's a matter of like understanding that and taking that. And I just was saying that today I was in a quick Snapchat I posted, but it was just like the matter of like how we feel as people. Like it's never going to change, but you have to be able to understand it and you have to be so self-aware that you understand the purpose of it. Like you could be at your lowest rock. But I heard this quote and I shared it with my boyfriend earlier today too. And it was just like, you know, you were given mountains so you can show people how to move them. And and sometimes it's hard to understand the mountains that you're given because it's like, why me? Why am I giving this? Like, why? You're in it. The mountain is on top of you. It's crushing you. And you are now put in a position where I have to learn how to move this mountain, how to deal with this mountain. But 
it's those people who are dealt the biggest mountains who they don't see the power in how they truly reflect on other people like how to move that mountain again like it is so courageous to me like how people that I know and love have been through the hardest of times but they deal with it and they're good happy loving people and you we don't know what we're going to be given like all of us have a different hand in life but it's truly just the power of owning it and accepting it and learning like learning and like I told you earlier humans can imagine humans can learn like humans we forget that we can do the most basic things and it's crazy like sometimes I was saying that to myself on a walk with my dog where it's like I can learn I can learn today I can learn anything in the world that I want I can go on YouTube and learn how to teach a yoga class I can learn how to teach a chemistry class I can learn how to teach a motion graphics class like I can learn anything I want and it's at our expense and I think we sometimes forget how much knowledge is out there and we stop learning. And I told you that quote today. It's like, never be content with how much you know. Always be excited about how much we can learn. And that's so true. And it's so such a mm-hmm. constant thing that we should never rely. Like, and it's so silly to constantly rely on ourselves to just get it. Like, we can't, we're, we all need help. Like, we all need to admit that, like, we can't do it on our own. And we need people. And we need yeah. something to believe in. And we need support. And we need all those things to get through it and admitting that is one thing and i guess like everything i'm saying just comes back to having self-awareness about your problems about you know your triumphs about all of it is so important like i will always come back to self-awareness because if you don't have that i feel like you're kind of a little lost in the sauce and you just go in and that's okay too but <laughs> i'm always going to preach self-awareness it takes so much power to say to yourself okay I'm going to ask for help because it takes a lot of power within yourself to even pull yourself to ask for help because you're gonna maybe feel insecure about it or you're gonna feel like they won't understand and they probably won't but you know what be happy for yourself that you did ask for help because it can be helpful but it also brings me back to how we are more than just our physical body, how we are more than just the pain our physical body can feel when we are feel fearful or doubtful, where we can be more than just our physical human body. We can be conscious. We can be that conscious butterfly in a sense. Like not to <laughs> hey, put- shout out, thank you. <laughs> yes. Not to put a name to conscious butterfly, but if you want to use it in the terms, like if you want to if you want to just give it your own little topic or your own little feel to it, you can be conscious enough to to fully understand what might happen to you and it doesn't always have to happen to you but you can take it in as an experience and see what you can learn from it and it can be the littlest thing as being comfortable in your bed so literally i was about to say like these triumphs and these acts of being courageous are not you don't have to like go out and like oh i'm gonna go start a business and do like no it could be as simple as I'm enjoying walking my dog this morning. I'm enjoying waking up in the morning. I'm enjoying cooking myself breakfast. And it's like, how many times could you wake up and be like, oh, I'm just going to sleep in to skip that. It's like, no, I'm going to wake up and take care of myself, have a nice breakfast. I'm going to make my bed. And it's like, we don't realize how those little things have such a bigger impact. And 
you know, it might sound so small when I'm saying like, make your bed, clean up after yourself, do your duties that you should do in life. But it is hard sometimes. And it is hard to just be like, hold yourself accountable for all those little things. But the power that that gives you in the long run is so much more impactful than what we think it is. Because if you can, you wake up, do your routine, you come back to your home, your house is clean, you're fresh. And it's just so much, it's more or less like, I know I can and I know I will. And I'm doing that for yourself. And it's like the power of just like holding yourself accountable that is so powerful that we don't realize. And we don't realize that in the little things, as we're talking about making your bed, waking up, doing the little routines for yourself, because when you can do that for yourself, you start to realize that you like it, you love it, you yeah. you appreciate yourself as a human being, and then you get back to the source of like, I've forgotten about me this whole time. You know, I forgot. We always, I think, a lot of times we tend to cater to other people's feelings and like how we present ourselves to the world. Where it's like, who are you at home? Who are you in your space by yourself? Are you happy with? the way you left your home? Are you happy with the way that you ended a day? Or are you just sitting there wasting your day? You know, like regretting and like, tell me. So (laughs) one time I heard, you know how you drop an ice cube and sometimes you might leave it? Okay. It actually says a lot about your character. Like what if you just picked up the ice cube instead of letting it melt and let the floor get wet? Like what if you just picked up the ice cube I mean, I feel like it's like the buggy cart, like or buggy stroller. I don't know what. I don't know. I call it a buggy in the Midwest, but like Target, you know, like yeah, a, a yeah, buggy. Yeah. But it's like, do you take the buggy back or do you just leave it next to your car somewhere for it to hit somebody else's car like an asshole? Or are you going to take it back? Like that like, little step of actually just doing it, like actually just picking up that ice cube and putting it in the trash. If you thought about that little concept, put in the car back. If you thought about that little concept with everyday things, it'll kind of help you rewire your habits. Yes. No. And that's exactly, I think what I meant by all those little moments. It's like making your bed, isn't going to change your life. What's going to change your life is the different habits you build in your head and the different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The way you view your habits. Yes. The way that you, it's respect. It's respect for yourself. And I mean, that can go off into so many tangents. Like what are the boundaries you're creating for yourself? Are you respecting yourself or respecting like the way you want your home to be or respecting the way you come from work and you feel accomplished or respecting your relationships and the way that you want to cater to like what are your values and are you coming home at the end of the day feeling like you are a living walking peer for your values because I think when you are you are a fulfilled person when you have your values in life whether that's family or friends or it could be you being independent and it could be I mean we could have a million values in life but it's like well, when you value yourself and respect yourself, then you naturally value the people around you. When you mm-hmm. take the time and make the time to do those things, you naturally value everything around you. Like when you make the the physical time to do things for yourself, your habits will naturally change and then the relationships around you will naturally get better if that like, it's just a weird thing to say because like it just happens it's energy it's literally the energy that you take physically to make the time for yourself to do little 
things as little as possible because that's what it really takes you have to start small it does you have to start so little you have to be gentle with yourself and start little those little tiny things actually make a huge impact and it sounds so big to do big difficult things but when you just prioritize the time to do little things it adds up and it changes everything yeah and i mean like those little things are such a catalyst for the big things i mean you might do something small and it kind of builds your confidence in a way that like you know what i can speak up in this meeting or i can do this or i can't do that and it's just like those again those little acts of you being courageous in a moment can change your life like it Mm -hmm. literally takes 10 seconds of you speaking up about something and like let me just say that like silence is what kills us as human beings it's our silence it's our and I went through this for so long of I went through this feeling of like oh my god I can't stand people always have these opinions they always want to talk but it's like it made me think like, what are my opinions? To the point that I was like, I don't really have opinions. I go with the flow. And I used to be so content with that. Like, I go with the flow. Like, I can adapt. I can morph to whatever. But it's like, no. Like, what are my values? And how do I stand true to them? And like, how am I a living proof of the things that I believe in? And when you start small, you believe in yourself more, which makes you act big. And, yeah. and by acting big, I don't mean that's like, you're doing the craziest thing in the world i just mean it's like you were acting on those moments of fear instead of letting it eat you up like you're not being silent you're doing something about it and it's just the craziest thing to me in the world stories i've heard in the past of just people being bold for a second speak up for a second and and the cool thing about that is that you inspire other people to be it like when you knowledge to me is what I value most in the world. And it's something that I've learned that I value so much because again, you can almost be content with what you know, but like stop being excited about what you can learn. But when you can be so invested in yourself. Okay. And let me just say this for a second. This has always been silly to me. Let me bring this up. So in the society, I guess I'll say like, we are kind of taught to like, Oh, okay. I'm getting older to a certain point. Like, let me invest in crypto money or let me invest in stocks. But it's like, have you invested in yourself? Mm -hmm. Have you took the time to be like, Hey, I care about learning, um, digital coding or whatever it could be. Like, I don't care. I want to learn literally how to lay bricks. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like, what do you want to learn? And are you taking actions to do that? Are you investing in yourself? Are you buying a course? Are you buying time? Are you going to a school for it? Are you, you know, meeting and collaborating with people and that's time. And it's like, we get so controlled by this idea of like, no, invest in these stocks and and make money this way. It was like, how are you taking? Yeah. Like you can take the time to like, we in this generation have all the knowledge and access at our fingertips and, and and it's free. Literally YouTube is a thing. I don't know. Mm. Like type it in. Y-O-U-T-U-B-E dot com. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just search it. It's this really cool search engine that you can learn anything. I mean, that's how I pass chemistry, straight up. (laughs) But it's just like, it's insane the amount that we have at our dispense to learn. And we don't take advantage of it. And I think so many people almost look at, and I know, like, personally, I talk about, 
you, Michelle, and, like, how you make a living through, like, social media and, like, how you created this following and, like, you can sell your programs, you can sell your courses, and that's almost so just, like, unreal to people of older generations, and it's, like, kind of weird to me how it is, but, like, that's such a income to so many people of this generation, and and it's not even that. It's just a matter of that whoever you are, wherever you come from, whatever you want to do, you can pursue it and you have the resources to pursue it. You're just not doing the things that you know you're supposed to be doing. That's literally exactly it. Um, with this day and age, we absolutely, like, we absolutely can do that. We can make an income from online 100% completely. That's just our reality of where we're at today. It is just the simple fact of Doing the things you need to do to get to that point, whatever it is, whatever it is. You have to find out what you need to do to get to that point. You have to make that plan. You have to make the time to do that plan. And you have to be courageous enough to do that. It's like, I mean, I mean, that's just as it is. And, and, and I think that's what's hard in the difference of like, you look at people who you might look up like, oh my God, like wow, they're so cool. They're being so authentically themselves um, and getting, doing and justifying and just like being themselves and, and doing whatever. But at the same time, it's like, well, how do I get there? And real truth about it, if you are your individual, like, hey, you and I, me, you, every person on this earth is so magical and so creative and has such a purpose that we tend to forget that by all these stressors and outside external factors of ourselves that is just like it bounds us down and we almost forget the source of us and it's like I'm telling you right now what excites you will get your energy running run towards it like freaking sprint at that shit and I'm not telling you to quit your job and like go after something but it's just like a matter of like I and I almost hate that when people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna quit this and I'm gonna like go make a living do this." It's like, okay, first let's make it a hobby. Like, yeah, like with this podcast, yeah. it's like I love to have a release through this, so I just want to talk to my friends and talk to myself and just have a release by doing something that I love and find an enjoyment out of, and that's making a podcast. And I think sometimes we get so bound up because in a social media world, it's like, okay, well if I start. I see all these people making all this income through it. I can't be like them. How do I get like, no, it's not that at all. It's just like, find what you're passionate about and, and talk about it and, and teach about it and help others learn about it. And that's what we miss out on. is just like learning and teaching like the most basic concepts. Like we learn and we teach. And, And when you can speak about the things you learn, I think that's when magic happens. And that's when, you grow as an individual and the best part about that is that you see that you're helping other individuals grow and it's the most satisfactory kind of feeling in the world that to know that like I'm living out my purpose of who I want to be and because of that and because of what I learned through my struggles and through my pain and through my triumphs that I can now show that to other people and teach them and and help them and be an educator in that kind of sense. To get to that point, it's like when you need to be gentle with yourself and take 
this is the thing like we have to take deep breaths and figure out that plan like in order to help other people we have to help ourselves and to help ourselves we have to take deep breaths and make plans and we have to listen to our thoughts you want to do this okay how do you get to that point but you have to take a deep breath and like take care of yourself first and then when you start to take care of yourself you start to realize my thoughts have meanings and you wouldn't even believe how far your thoughts can take you when you take action on them but to take action on them you have to sit with yourself and be gentle be completely gentle take those deep breaths make those plans and it sounds repetitive but that's actually the core of what it takes that's so true I feel like when you come to like repetitiveness because I think through a lot of what I've learned over time is just like you hear a lot of the same things it's always the same truths it's always the same summaries of what you hear and what you learn but it's different from whatever source you're getting it from but it's because it's the damn truth (laughs) like My goodness, if you can become confident in yourself, which I, and this is what I talked to Michelle about earlier on this podcast is like confidence and being like being confident and being courageous are two very separate things to me because you can be confident and you could be the loudest person in the room or you could be the quietest person in the room. You're the most confident, but you don't speak up and it's like, it's those acts of when you feel something and you just act on it and you speak on it or you go do something about it and like know your truth. God, we are such creators. Like we absolutely are. We are creators. And Michelle and I were talking about this earlier. She she came over to my house and she was like, Emily, like I, I was having this thought last night and I couldn't stop but to think of you, but it's just like who we are as humans is so much more than that. Like our consciousness. Yeah. And like just going on. It's like, I think her point was coming to, it's like, we are creators. We're not just human beings. Of course, that's what we are. I mean, like, Hey, I'm a human being. You're a human being. Hey, but at the same time, it's like, we can make anything out of nothing. And the beauty in that is absolutely insane. I mean, take literally any business concept and idea that you've ever heard of in your entire life and that was nothing and it turned into something and it's just like we have the power to do that you me every single one of us any desire you have anything you want in life anything you literally can dream of can be your reality but you have to be like the the curator behind that and the best part about it is that you can be one Two, you have so many resources to do it. Three, you have community to learn from and to go after it for. It's like, again, as I said before, you know what you're supposed to be doing. You're just not doing it. So, and you know, it's crazy. You know how you said that, like, we have everything at the tip of our fingertips, how the Internet is free. There's so many communities out there that you don't even know of. You have an idea, search on Facebook for a community of it and you can get free information and great relationships from people for just going to that community of Literally. something of your interest. Literally. I So this is really strange, but um, so I went to college with this kid and like wasn't really that close with him, but he was always just like, you know, we talked a lot and I didn't really consider him a friend, but I look back and was like, I think, you know, he considered me a friend way more in that mm-hmm. sense. And 
he reached out to me. I mean, this was like four years later since I've seen him. And he's like, hey, you know, I don't really feel supported and I don't know who else to talk to, but I just want to reach out to somebody that I know because I don't know how else to deal with this. And he, um, he is in the middle of his transition to be a female. And it was like, it caught me off guard because like, I haven't talked to you for four years. Like, how can I be of support? And all I could say to him was like, hey, there has to be groups in your area. Like find a community, find group, find people to talk to because it is so true when we find that. And I don't care if that's like you going on your dispense of social media and searching whatever it is and finding a group, find a community. And like, even if you don't join it, you see the talk, you see the chatter, but it's like, get involved. Like, take that risk. Take yeah. that sense of fear that you have in that situation where you don't need to find outside support, but you need to find internal support for yourself with people who know where you'll lift you up. Because, you know, a lot of times I think it is easy for us to, like, I don't know, almost search for those external factors that can validate what it is happening you get to a point yeah yeah it and, and it is it's validation whereas you know when you're ready to jump to the next level i think you'll find community versus justification and community is huge that's why it is important to ask those around you even if he asks you four years later you helped him find a community because yeah. he was courageous enough to ask for help and exactly. you gave him like a whole idea of something that he probably thought that was a possibility but now has that resource to say hey i'm gonna go search for this community now right here it is like right. that's cool right and and that's such a good point and she's like he didn't talk to me for four years he didn't have to reach out but and i feel like i i love that i the fact i've always felt this as a person that i can never make super deep connective bonds with people but the people i meet in life know that i will always be there for them forever come yeah. talk to me in any kind of sense and and that's been proven to me with past friends who i've been close with who will keep in touch in cer- certain situations and like in that happening with him and just like obviously other circumstances and it's always just been a thing on me that like you know maybe i'm not somebody's best friend but I'm also a friend who is the most reliable friend that can come to talk to so I mean not to make this a tangent about me but it's like so reassuring and also as I've gotten older I've learned that you know your friends are always from high school (laughs) because that's silly to rely on that but like I built the best friend group including you obviously to just like I have somebody and I have people in my life and my homie Cheyenne forever love her and it's just like you keep in touch with people who are true for you but I don't know I you're think... open to those relationships and it takes yeah. being open to the possibility of something for it to become something bigger than what you know yeah and I just I love that no I'm not gonna be your maid of honor but I'm gonna be your freaking let's go fuck it up on the dance floor baby <laughs> but but I mean to get away from that it's just a matter of community support people are fascinating to me people are everything like absolutely everything we're all here for a reason yeah and I think when we sit there and we think like like I could have very easily reacted to him messaging me and being like that's weird I don't want to reply to that like why would you reach out to me but it's just like 
I think people come back to your life for some reason. And I heard this story. Okay, let me get off to a little story tangent real quick. So I was listening to this book, Mel Robbins, phenomenal um, speaker. Um, if you ever get the chance to listen to her, she was actually the curator of the five second role when it became into a, a life sense. And by five second role, I mean, when any of that fear hits you, you have five seconds to decide like, Hey, I'm either going to act on it or I'm going to give in to myself. But anyways, I heard this story from her last night and my dog needs to go outside. Yeah. But I heard this story from her yesterday and she saw one of her son's friends out at a grocery store and she's like, Oh, there's Brian, we'll say his name is. And she saw him from a far distance away, didn't rush over him to say hi or anything. But that same week saw him somewhere else and he was a little bit closer this time. She was like, I was just like, I looked like a wreck. I was just at the store, I looked a mess. I didn't go out of my way to say hi. Well, a few days later, her son's friend Brian passed away in a really tragic accident. And she was saying, she's like, that second time I seen him, he had the biggest smile on his face. And I was like, that's so weird. I've seen him like twice this week. And and that kid was like a close family friend of hers and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, he passed away and she had to think like, why didn't I act on that moment? Why, how could I see him so smiling and somebody I know and I just didn't act. And I don't know if this is anything to do with what we're talking about, but it just leads me to say like, never leave anything important unsaid never leave a conversation unattended to when you see sandy at the store who you haven't seen for so long you don't really have a reason to talk to her like yell out to sandy say hello and i don't think we truly understand and i don't understand and i don't even know if it has a meaning but like when you see certain people in your life or when you get a text from a random person or those things we think are random are not random like they're not random and if we could just take advantage of those and truly just be like yo (laughs) I don't know this shit has happened to me for a damn reason and expose ourselves to the world and to other people in what life sets us up to be it's just act on it and again get over fear get over whether it's fear or just those reasons that you justify for doing something or not doing something your instinct is always right yeah that's why we're way more than just our human body we're so more we can be more conscious than we think if we just really remember that if we remember how conscious we can be that we are more than just physically who we are and we take those risks and we take that extra little step. It takes us to places that we don't even know exists. And so next time you're thinking, should I, should I not? Probably do it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Bite bullet, hey. Honestly, though. So, Michelle, you, we started this podcast with, me leading into it and then repeating a question that you wanted to ask me so I just want to ask you what has been the biggest lesson for you in the last let's say six months as a person the biggest lesson is staying true to my inner voice my thoughts I want to be able to trust myself and I want to be able to learn my own lessons um just because like it's very powerful. We can make magic happen. And whatever mistakes 
happen if it is a mistake there's something to learn from it and to learn from anything that needs to be learned has a purpose so stay true to your inner thoughts um and trust yourself fully trust yourself even when you're doubtful just have that little spark in your heart to trust yourself because whatever happens was meant to happen if you feel like why is this happening to me sit with it and see how the outcome is and figure out what what you can do about it what can happen so like you never know like that's that's really why that's really what took me to so many places i listened to my inner thoughts and i took that little initiative to see where it can go and i just want to be able to be powerful enough to listen to myself and my heart and my thoughts because i truly believe that there is something bigger than me i will never know what it is but i know that whatever my thoughts are are guiding me and i'm just going to listen to it wherever it takes me good and bad that is what life is and i'm going to live life i'm going to see exactly what it is fully and i'm going to accept it because there's nothing else we can do yeah it sounds very deep but like it's c and c like I've been at this point where when opportunities to come to you, like see them and something you hit on to is just like trust. I think that's the biggest word. Trust in yourself builds confidence. And I, I know I said like confidence and being courageous, intuitive, very different things. And as you said earlier, like they play a role into each other because in order to be courageous, you have to be confident about what you feel and being confident. I think is so much place to a role of do you trust yourself are you trusting the bad things that happen are you trusting the decisions that you're making for yourself are you trusting your instinct are you trusting your gut feeling are you trusting you know these desires that you have for yourself and as much as you can trust them it doesn't mean that you have to like full throttle them but like trust yourself enough to take the risk to like find out and again, like things don't have mm-hmm. your your lifestyle doesn't have to change for you to adventure out. It has to become a habit. It has to become a hobby first. And once you make it that, I just think it's life changing completely. You and have no idea. Yeah. Until it happens. Yeah. But for it to happen, you got to trust yourself. When you doubt yourself, there's a huge pause in everything, and lessons will repeat itself until you do trust yourself and learn from each and everything man that really is the point to life and it's painful Ew, it, it fucking it hurts <laughs> but but we make magic happen and i hope you can find that little magic within yourself as corny as it sounds but you are more than what you think you are and you should definitely see your potential yeah amen um but thank you guys for tuning in this was so exciting my first, my first guest podcast with my best friend. Oh my yeah. goodness, I couldn't be more grateful. But thank you guys for listening to Conscious Butterflies. Um, Michelle, if you will just give them, tell them where they can find you, how they can learn more about your story, who you are, um, just give them your social handles and whatnot. 
Well, I'm on Instagram mainly, Misho Baby with two Y's. Spell it. M-I-C-H-O <laughs> Baby, two Y's. And then if you want to see some cooking videos, how to eat good, and maybe some vlogs here and there if I'm not lazy. You know, I've been through a little rut, but I'm comfortable <laughs> with it. Um, I'm on YouTube here and there. My TikTok just got banned permanently. I might have the motivation hey. to restart, but for now, I am comfortable. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok is kind of toxic, but can be helpful. <laughs> um, definitely make a living online. If you have an idea, you should take it online. Ads are no more. You should take advantage of what you have at your fingertips. So that's where you can find me. This has been such a great time. I'm so happy we did this. Her and I, I can't lie, we've been talking about this since we met for so long to record this podcast. So for us to do it. We did it. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We thought of something and we did it. And And it is now proof. She's been doing my lashes the whole time. (laughs) Psych. Okay, we're just kidding. But next time we do a podcast together, she's doing my lashes. Yeah, we'll do the lashes our next co-podcast. We're just trying to teach you guys that multitasking is... We definitely multitasked and you guys didn't even know. Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) Okay, but so much love going out to you guys. Um, Thank you for tuning in again. Follow Michelle, baby. She's such an inspiration and can't wait to have her back on the podcast. But until next time, love you and Godspeed, my friends.